0: Okay, everyone. Welcome to Hooking Up. I'm going to do the intro this time because, as Adam likes to point out, this is allegedly my podcast. So pull up your chair. Hopefully, you're lighting your pipe. Is it rocking?
1: I feel like the whole thing's the whole top half is shifting.
0: It shifts a little bit.
1: Okay.
0: It's not unsafe.
1: You want to start over? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry, everyone. The uh grommet we're using on this uh pipe uh which is we'll get that out of the way what we're smoking. We are smoking out of the Namor uh with Tangier's juicy peach. Out of a Namor hose.
1: Namor? Like the sub No okay. Namor, do you call it, Namor. Do you, call it, do you call it submariner or submariner?
0: Mariner. I called it the submariner one and I'm like, I just wanna punch myself for saying that. That was like Steve Rogers, The Flash, that, uh, was that Steven?
1: What? Remember, he's like, yes, that
0: guy, which Flash is your favorite? And then the guy looked it up.
1: It was Ryan.
0: Oh, Ryan Madigan. (laughs) Apologies, Ryan, if you're listening. I don't know if I listen to this one.
1: What's up, Ryan?
0: Um, and again, because Adam is at my side here. Uh, Hi,
1: everybody. So... We, uh, Roddy and I talked about Doctor Strange on, um,
0: well thank you for just, sorry,
1: on um that just happened, sorry, I thought I saw something weird on the
0: phone, um,
1: and we wanted to get your take on it as well.
0: On the trailer? On Doctor Strange, what did I say? Oh, I I think you said Doctor Strange, Um, I believe I'm still thinking about the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer they Uh. just released because I haven't got over how awesome it looks. Yeah. Everything they got with the first one.
1: We talked about that as well, because Roddy's like, it seems like they're really pulling to make some toys, which, and he's like, which I'm fine with.
0: As long as they're, see, action figures now beat out the action figures at, like, when we were 13, 14, 12. Yeah. And, um.
1: But back then, it was like, it was.
0: It wasn't it, the big it, deal. You didn't have these. It's
1: like the G.I. Joe's of our parents, you know, like, they're just little, tiny little But toys. now they're
0: doing, like, the Star Wars Black Series. Yeah. Which is, like, ultra detailed. Yeah. Like, the Black Series Millennium Falcon is, like, 75 bucks, if not 90
1: I think it's more they know that collectors want them.
0: I almost dropped 150 bucks and bought the Force FX Black Series Vader lightsaber. You would. If it wasn't Vader and it had been one of the other Sith Lords, like if it had been Plagueis's, because they still haven't released one of those, or it had been Half of Mauls, or even, like, the guys that are now in the Legends XR Kun, yeah, you don't know these guys. Yeah. I've never read a... You should really, you know, go on the Wikipedia and start looking at the Sith Lords, because the character art alone, I know you'd love.
1: Speaking of Wookiees, we bought Sebastian pajamas, where it's supposed to just be Chewbacca's whole body. I hope he likes it. He's, I don't think he's going to understand the reference at all, but it's going to be enough mm. for me to be like, <laughs> when he's running around. <laughs> like, Exactly. So,
0: check the table. I feel like maybe the table would not. Because when I shifted it, I might have fucked it up. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Sorry, guys. We're troubleshooting a little bit right now. I really don't think it's the table. I think it's the, uh, the rubber piece that's in there. Mm. You want to put something, like, around it, like some paper towels or
0: something? Um, no, because the paper towels will combust. Just fill up, like, two of these with water so in case, God forbid, it tips, we can put out the coals quick. Cause I'd rather not burn holes in the carpet. <laughs> All right, so I proceed. Mean, uh, talk about Dr. Strange, right? Yeah. Um, much better than I anticipated. I expected to be entertained. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Um, I'm going to have to watch it a second time. Well, actually, a third time. Um, I feel like Mordo became angry and, like, disenfranchised or disenchanted with his own order much too quick. To be as gung-ho as he was at the start, I feel like it was just too rapid in the pace of the movie. I wish he would have been a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit chaffed with his order at the beginning. I mean, he almost has unwavering loyalty to her, to the Ancient One at the start of the movie. Like, if he had just been a little more, not angry, but, just showed a little more frustration with certain things. I mean, he almost seemed to be like, this is the order, we don't question the ancient one. And, I, I saw what you meant over the course of the movie that there's things, but I just feel like it almost felt just too rapid. His anger, I wish he would have been a little bit more, you know, when he shows, like when he starts reciting the, uh, spell for uh, summoning uh, Dormammu, or at least accessing the Dark Dimension. I wish he'd been a little bit like, how did you learn to do that? And he's like, you know, had taught himself. And he would have been more smug but like, impressive. Yeah. And shown that he himself was, like, conjured weapons a little bit, or done spells that he was not authorized to do. I, I almost feel like he should have been a little more Sinestro-esque.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean...
0: Or, like, he, I mean, for the first part of the movie, he doesn't, like, step against the ancient one at all. No. I feel like maybe a couple times she should have, like, could have shot him a glance and silenced him. But I think... He could have seen frustration. I
1: think that was kind of the point where it's, it's blind devotion on his part. Because we don't know what he went through beforehand to get to that point. You know, he could have been even worse than Strange in terms of his...
0: I, and I, oh, his arrogance and the uh, okay spoiler alert, the end credit scene where he steals the magic from uh, uh what's the guys i can't think of the guy's name
1: Benjamin Brett
0: okay whatever um i almost wish he had done that like prior to the big fight to almost, like power himself up
1: but good again i think it's him not it's it's him saying that there's there's a pure way to go about doing this and now he's figured out like.
0: But I almost feel like this was Marvel's, fuck you, to, Fox right now, because it felt a lot like, M Day, no more mutants, too many warlocks. I'll give you that. And I that's what I felt like. Just the very quiet way he said it. Too many warlocks, was very akin to her whispering, "No more mutants."
1: I I. I really like the fact that, uh, I think that's House of M.
0: Yeah, I thought that they called M Day, Oh. the day may, that yeah, all may the mutants were depowered.
1: Well, to me it was like, okay, so they're going through this whole thing, and everyone knocks Marvel for killing off bad guys. But I think Marvel does a good job of keeping the bad guys intact for the most part. S- Red Skull's around somewhere, Loki's still alive.
0: I think you could make the argument Ronan still is, because although he was destroyed by an Infinity Stone, there's nothing to say his essence wasn't trapped.
1: I mean, Thanos is still lingering, Yeah. Now, Dormammu's still out there.
0: And did you touch on my, th- th- my displeasure with the Time Stone being in the Eye of Agamotto? No. Okay, I did not like that the Eye of Agamotto was not an independent power source, or was powered by the Infinity Stone. I hope that when the fitness Stone is removed, the Eye of Agamotto still has time powers, but Shit. it's not like, you know, as he was going back and forth with the apple. He can go to the apple being completely completely intact, but once he made it to the point where it was rotted, you no longer can go back. Once you go to the certain point, I feel like it should still have time abilities. You can decrease them and still make it powerful, but, I—that's the only my only gripe. I was like, really? They couldn't come up with pull another magical artifact and have it in it. I mean, you had the Rod of the Celestials. Uh, I, I almost feel like the time. The Living Tribunal. Living Tribunal, which isn't the Living Tribunal just under one step under the One Above All?
1: Yeah, essentially, it's like Eternity, Living Tribunal, the One Above All, the Grand Master. They're all like.
0: No, but I thought the One Above All is. God, for lack yeah. of better words, is the God, yeah. the highest authority, the highest power. So, that was, you know, when he had the staff of the Living th- Tribunal, the pa- I'm like, shouldn't this been able to just, shouldn't you be able to beat the fucking ever piss out of some warlocks that have...
1: See, for a while it was, Marvel redoes. It. by the way, if you take like a, a drink of this and then it just, it's a twist off of- Yeah. If you take a drink of this and then smoke the hookah, it actually tastes really good. Um... Marvel has has this track of always creating a being more powerful and more powerful and more powerful. Like, the Celestials were it for a while. Like, that was the end-all, be-all, the most powerful beings in the galaxy. And then you had the, the Living Tribunal. And that was the one. Then it was Eternity. Then it was the two brothers from Marvel and DC that were warring with one another. Oh, from Amalgam? Yeah.
0: Which, have they even touched on the two brothers anymore? So, um, that was good. I feel her... God bless <coughs> you. God bless you. I'm gonna have one more.
1: God bless you. Okay, uh-huh. I
0: lied. Um, I feel like the fact that she was jumping from building to building and demonstrating all this power... She gets, okay, she, get, she I get she gets stabbed, and then kicked through a portal. Fucking Doctor Strange got stabbed, and was still able to go through a portal, stagger down a hallway, get help. I'm like, they never portrayed her as being frail. No. So I was like, her death felt like a plot device. That was my only gripe. Now bear in mind, I mean, I not, I, I'm, nit, I'm nitpicking now, I was greatly entertained, it's better than Ant-Man to me. Like, I would happily go back and watch this one again, whereas Ant-Man, I've caught it when it's been on TV. I had not had the desire to put it in the player and watch it again. I think
1: now that I've seen it twice, I appreciate it even more. Because the first time I watched it, I was like, like, burning through it. Like, okay, let's go, let's go. You know, like, I'm just watching the movie for the movie. The second time around, I'm like, wow, this is really, you know, now that I'm able to sit back and absorb each scene, a little bit more bit by bit I still think that this this is the closest feel I've gotten to Iron Man 1 with a Marvel movie of here's a pure origin story a standalone beautiful movie to me
0: yeah um, like
1: you didn't you didn't need to branch it into, <coughs> into the Marvel universe blatantly like they did with Ant-Man Ant-Man was great
0: I think they need, They had to do it, though. But with,
1: Ant, yeah, with Ant-Man, you needed to have that because it, he's such a quote-unquote normal guy <clears throat> that you needed to branch him into this. Doctor Strange is so fantastical that you need to put the base of this whole other world that hasn't been shown at all Yeah. just to bring it back in.
0: Because, I mean, you, the only way you even kind of touched on that is a little bit with Thor, but even though exactly. they said magic... And science, what you call science, we call magic. Yeah, that
1: I didn't care for that line.
0: Uh, I didn't care for it. I could understand that you know our tech, our tech, for lack of better words, is beyond you, so you would call it magic. We have an understanding of it, whereas this was straight magic.
1: But I think with Thor, you you they missed it like they they almost made it too <clears throat> technologically advanced for stuff. It should have been Asgard should have for lack of a better term, been a little bit more like a, <coughs> like Lord of the Rings esque. Like, you know, everyone's still on horseback, you know, still still doing things mm. very much like the Vikings would. I mean, you have a little bit of that with the with the ships that they're flying around and look a lot like um like Norse warships and stuff like Didn't that. Didn't they
0: but, ride horses out to the to the Rainbow Bridge <coughs> to go rescue things? Exactly.
1: Them? But it to me it's like how do you have both of those things?
0: When you have the, like, airship, for lack of a better word? Or... Exactly.
1: Like, just yeah. one or the other, you know? Because you can have it where it's like, these guys are advanced in terms of their, quote-unquote, science or magic. But they don't use it <clears> for <throat> everything? Exactly. Like, it, it to them, it should still be a standout thing that Thor's walking around with this hammer that he's able to fly with. And, you know, it's made by trolls that couldn't complete it. That's why the hilt is so short, which is how it is in Norse mythology.
0: Oh, okay. Go um, in the comic books, wasn't it forged by... Uh, Odin's father?
1: No, it's it's made by elves specifically for, or Not elves, but maybe trolls. Specifically for Thor. Hmm. Um, okay. They touch a little bit of it in... The Loki comic book. Oh. It was like a four-part Esad Riddick drawn. beautiful, Beautifully master of... of a graphic novel in terms of Marvel's aspects. And they did it so well. And they even touched on the fact that uh, Lady Sif used to have blonde hair, and Thor was in love with her. And in the comics, or in, I'm sorry, Norse Mythology, um, to spite her, in the middle of the night, Loki goes in, cuts all her hair off. Mm. And she's worried that Thor isn't going to find her beautiful. But then um, some elves fashion... You know black locks of hair for her and a I think wig? yeah essentially but it it grows into her hair or oh. into her head and oh, okay. it, so there's that whole story in it and it's just they don't touch on any of that in this you know it's just you know they are monsters and then they're the beautiful as guardians when it's like no there should be an inner working of all these creatures together like in Lord of the Rings I can see why they wouldn't do that a hundred percent because then too many people would be like well this is fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Where's the fucking Shire? If if you haven't read it, I I recommend anybody to read Loki, especially if you want to get a better basis of who Loki is. Um that was the first series that brought up the fact that Loki is the son of frost giants.
0: Oh, really? Mhm. And they kind of pissed on the whole the, the handle of the hammer not being long enough when in Thor 1, Thor makes it longer.
1: Yeah. You're going to
0: borrow
1: it. I mean, the art in it is gorgeous. Everything's hand-painted. It's where they got a lot of the basis for the characters in the Marvel movie, and it gave me a greater appreciation for it. Um, I've always grown up to be a Thor fan because Thor is my dad's favorite superhero. Um, And he likes the movies, but he misses the whole Thor having a helmet thing. Um, him having a beard was a little bit more, like, Thunderstrike for a little bit. Yeah. But then there was a time where Thor did have a beard, and so that was a cool way of doing things. Like Odin's beard. I'm just really excited to see what they do in the next one.
0: Yeah. Well, you're only excited because Hulk's gonna be in it.
1: Yep. <laughs> and apparently Vin Diesel hinted on the fact <coughs> that there will be an eventual time where Groot fights Hulk.
0: I would probably be decent.
1: And if, if the Hulk doesn't just tear him to shit, I'll be surprised. But you can't kill off Groot all over again. No. people would be like, what the fuck?
0: He'll probably rip off an arm. Yeah. You'll grow back, you idiot.
1: they are also say that Rocket Raccoon's gonna have his own movie. Oof. Which, that's gonna be hard to pull off.
0: Yeah, I mean, he works great as the comic relief... Guardians to have him on a solo movie. I, I don't. I don't know about that. That that uh, kind of not worries me. But for lack of a better word, <coughs> it word, seems like a
1: cash grab. Hmm. Good artwork. Beautiful artwork. Nelson loves Eastside Rivic. He's the one that actually did. Um, he did Wolverine for a while, I believe, as well. Beautiful art. He draws hella beautiful beautifully.
0: She's on this one.
1: Yes, and like to me, if this is if this was the route that they went, and they even touch on the multiverse in there, like like there's there are millions of Hulks and millions of Loki's or I'm sorry millions of Loki millions of Thors throughout the the galaxies, and even that kind of branches a little bit better into the whole uh, world that they live in, and they touch on the the various uh, origin stories of Odin because. There isn't one exact creation story for Norse Mythology, I guess.
0: Oh, damn it.
1: Excuse Dave, it's his first podcast.
0: Yeah. Sorry.
1: It's funny because we're talking about all these Marvel things. We kind of leave DC to the wayside because they don't have much going on right now besides Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, we've already... Between all the shows, we've already touched on Suicide Squad. The movie that's never. The, 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 question, the answer to the question no one asked. DC so, trying to make a <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy type movie. Have
1: you seen what the haters have been saying about Doctor Strange? No. Oh my god, it's. Un- like, anytime somebody posts an article about Doctor Strange, read the comments. On what? Just, like, people just get so upset about little stuff.
0: No, but comments are like, what What forum are you on? Like, just...
1: on like on Geek Tyrant, right? Mm. They'll post something, and there'll be 364 comments. Just click on the comments and scroll down. Because mm. it's, it's, apparently it's completely, everyone either really likes it, or really doesn't.
0: See, now, when, like, when Doctor Strange came out, I heard nothing but good things about it. I heard everyone was, like, you know, surprising, it was really entertaining, I didn't expect this much from it.
1: But, you know, some people just have to nitpick things just to nitpick, and they'll take the little things that are wrong with the movie and extrapolate it and be like, the movie sucked because, you know, his goatee wasn't right. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, that's what your gripe is?
0: Was he, like, that cocky and arrogant in the comics, though? That's the one thing I was like, at first, anyone who's training, I was like, or was that for the movie's sake? Well. The show devel- character development
1: the problem is dr strange was made in the 60s so like arrogance back then was like like i'm the greatest you know I'm neurosurgeon so in in the world i think at the time he was just surgeon it's like i'm the greatest surgeon in the world and you know that was it but they touch on it a little bit more in um i know i talk about it a lot the earth x series they talk about it and um dr strange shows up and he ends up reverting back to his surgeon side of things he's like the world needs more of a surgeon now than they do magician in a world where everyone has powers Mm. and he talks a little bit about like how his vanity won't let him let go of his deformity with his hands because he still has that but he uses magic to hide it at all times like the guy yeah exactly that's that's a pretty good assumption of who he is like he's Dr. Doom if he he went the right way.
0: Oh, so they're like mirror reflections.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm very anxious to see what kind of worlds are opened up to this, but unfortunately, by the time they make another Dr. Strange, it'll be after um, the Infinity War.
0: Yeah. I was almost hoping when they opened the Dark Dimension that we'd see a reference to the planet the Dark Elves came from. I was like, oh, that would have been a good way to interlock a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, they had had a way to just pop up pictures of stuff going on in the other Marvel universes. You could have shown stuff happening in the TV shows and what have you. Um, Which I wish that... You and I talked about that, right, With, with the Defenders? Oh, no, it was Rodney. Because they're making the Defenders TV show... And for all intents and purposes, Dr. Strange is the leader of the Defenders. So you had a way for him to be like, you know, there are people out there that need me. You know, like in in Hell's Kitchen, they need, they need as much help as they can get, you know. And you could just touch on that just briefly.
0: Yeah, well, their only source of superhero is Daredevil.
1: And Luke Cage. Yes. And Jessica Jones. I
0: still haven't finished Luke Cage.
1: Me neither, which is...
0: I mean, I was enjoying what I was watching, but I was like, I need to slow down, because at the point I was, like, staying up to like, 3.30 in the morning watching, and I was like, God, I need to stop doing this shit.
1: I'm only, like, three or four episodes away from finishing, I just...
0: I think I'm only like, three or four episodes in.
1: The momentum for it died out because other things were going on, movies started coming out, and apparently it's the highest grossing Marvel series that's come out. Good well, not necessarily grossing, but uh, most viewed.
0: Mm. Looking so, forward to uh, The Punisher film, or series.
1: Yeah, maybe to see how they pull that off.
0: I'm not entirely sure about the Inhuman becoming a show. Especially on ABC.
1: Yeah, I was really excited about it when it was going to be a
0: movie.
1: <laughs> it's my first time. For the podcast, because that vibration was pretty loud.
0: Uh I don't think it translates to the recording though.
1: Uh I think it will. Um <clears throat> Alright. Moving from that whole world to the video game world. We talked a little bit about it on Um That Just Happened, but I want to get your take on we i you and I both shared a link about the uh about Microsoft saying like, hey, we're, you know, for the past four months, we've been the highest grossing um, video game console for the past four months. And then there's a picture of Ellie from The Last of Us 2 saying, uh, hold my beer. And to me, that was perfect. Yeah. Because it's like nothing else that Xbox can do right now can touch this. Mm save from making, like, you know, Halo 10 or whatever the fuck Halo number they're on. I mean, I'm not... I, I try my best not to be a hater of Xbox.
0: I don't think you've been a hater at all, but that's but my opinion.
1: But it's just what could they do, so the franchise-wise, to beat out something as great as The Last of Us or Uncharted? I think
0: Xbox has always been the multiplayer console. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was what they were known for. And now you have everyone jumping on Sony's bandwagon because they're the more installed player base. And, I mean, you really didn't know Xbox for, I mean, with the exception of what Gears of War I think. Uh, I know there's somebody on the disease network that's an Xbox player. Jared And he would probably be better informed than I, but offhand.
1: But he just got a PlayStation 4, and he's loving it.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, Sony has always been more about the plot, the story. You know, those types of games. I mean, if I was Sony, I would just be delivering a truckload of money to Naughty Dog's door every month.
1: Is Fallout on Xbox as well? Yes. So they have that, at least.
0: Yeah, but the story in Fallout doesn't hold a candle to the story of The Last of Us. I mean, I would say the story of Dying Light is a better story than... Fallout and I enjoyed playing Fallout a lot I love the open world in this and I love Is
1: the... Diaglida both?
0: I believe so Yeah That's Techland I believe
1: So they had Tomb Raider
0: <clears throat> Yeah but that's that their and, window exclusivity is, exclusivity is over Yeah One, and you still have Uncharted
1: Not only that but now PlayStation is also reboosting the love and desire of Crash Bandicoot which we touched on before is, oh, many is times. a series that we both love, and I don't know how tickled pink you are about this whole thing, but I'm ecstatic.
0: Oh, I couldn't. I can't wait, especially now that I have the PS Four Pro, and I'll have a functioning disc drive again. Oh, I'm ecstatic. Yeah,
1: Wednesday I get my two terabyte hard drive, so I'll swap all that out. <clears throat> uh, the Last Guardian comes out tomorrow.
0: Did you say I tagged you in a review?
1: Yeah. I didn't read it because I'm like I don't want to no, know. Are,
0: I just know the headline said you know we're reviewing the uh, Last Guardian, and it was worth the wait, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Mm. I'm so excited, so excited! Like I haven't been this excited for a game in fucking forever.
0: See, I'm looking forward to picking up Final Fantasy Fifteen finally because everyone says this is fucking this is the Final Fantasy everyone was waiting for.
1: And see, that's that's another. One, but I'm I'm still I'm so scared. I'm literally scared of that game because it's like, don't hype me up for another great series that falls short. I mean, I,
0: I don't think it'll do that for you. I think it'll more be a time dump for you because they. I mean, I think they fought. Uh, are you familiar with the Final Fantasy ca- uh, villain, uh, Monster, an Adamant Toys? Uh, it's a tor- it's a tortoise. That's where the toys part comes from. But it's a large turtle, and there's at one point they said it was like one of the legendary creatures, and I think they said it was in like an hour. Jeez. It took them to polish them down. Maybe they were a little revel. I don't know. Maybe they just did a lot of shit. I don't know. But
1: yeah, I'm. I'm excited for that because Final Fantasy is definitely not a game that you want to burn through. In no. terms of, I just want to get to this. No, you have. To, sometimes you have to stay in one area defeat as many low level guys just to XP up as much as possible.
0: Like I'm now just doing a not I don't know, you wouldn't say it's a speed run, but I downloaded the Final Fantasy Seven uh remake they not the remastered one that they're doing. But it's basically a port of the PC version. And if you hit like R three or L three, I can't remember what it completely refills your health, your HP, your MP, and it puts you into your limit break. It fills your limit so that now after how many years that Final Fantasy Seven came out, how long ago? Now I'm doing a run where I'm just hitting that randomly, beating the shit out of bosses.
1: That's how I am with the with the <clears> mini <throat> Nintendo. Granted, I'm not. I don't have access to you know um, boost up everything all at once, but having the ability to get to a certain point, stop, save it, and then come back. And if you know you don't beat the next part, you jump back to your previous save point. Changes fucking everything. Mm. And I could just beat Mega Man Two for the first time ever, um, and I can imagine doing it in one run, because it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, how how do people do this shit? Yeah. Without that, like, I give. I'm not. I don't consider myself a quote unquote true hardcore gamer. I'm not that guy because I don't have the dedication for that. But those games are still so much fun. Um, so, yeah, with that, I definitely don't want to sp- do a speed run with Final Fantasy. I'm still waiting for Kingdom Hearts three.
0: Yeah, um, that's one thing when they come out with the collection for PS Four, I'll pick that up. that I never played any of them. I always wanted to, but it was just one of those things that I just never found time for when I was playing other things.
1: Like that Kingdom, come- <clears throat> or yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Um, 1, 2, I think they had 1.5, then they have 2.5, now they have 2.8, I'm like just give me 3. It's like when you waited forever for Street Fighter 3, it was like Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Tournament Edition, Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, Street Fighter 2 Alpha, Street Fighter 2 blah blah. Then they went back to Street Fighter Alpha. And did all that over again. I'm like, dude, just give me 3.
0: Yeah, I was. One, I remember the days of Street Fighter like Alpha 2 or Alpha, uh-huh. Super Alpha Edition. I was like, what the fuck is with this shit?
1: Where's 3? <clears throat> just give me 3.
0: Because I remember the first time I played Street Fighter 2 Turbo.
1: Yep. And
0: I was like, this pisses me off. Because I was like, I'd rather just keep playing Street Fighter 2. This isn't enough to make me want to keep That was coming. the one
1: that added DJ and Fei Long and I believe so. I T-Hawk. Thought, I
0: thought Fei Long was already in Street Fighter 2.
1: No. Street Fighter 2, um, to the best of my recollection, was Ryu, Chun Li, Blanca, E. Honda, Ken, um, Bison, Saget, Bison, Sagat Balrog. I think that was it.
0: Okay.
1: I might be missing somebody. And Dalsam. Guile. Guile, Dawson. And, and that was it. And then Street Fighter 2, Turbo had. T Hawk, Cami, Faelong, and DJ added mm-hmm. into there.
0: Okay, I remember I just used to spam the shit out of doing Bison Psycho Crush. Or Psycho, Psycho Crusher.
1: Crusher. Yeah. Yeah, I used to fucking kill motherfuckers with. But...
0: Did you see what Capcom said? After uh, the reception for Marvel vs Capcom, the new one they're just releasing. Infinite. Yeah, they are exploring uh, reintroducing their dormant properties. Wow. And all I just wanted to do was just stand outside their office and just scream Musha.
1: <laughs> That's a game. I mean, fuck. Especially with the appeal of zombies right now. I mean, they're they're already doing Resident Evil.
0: Yeah, I still don't know how I feel about that. Do, I, hear, I hear in VR, it's fucking terrifying.
1: Do your Resident Evil. That's fine. Give me Oni Musha is... To me, a better version of God of War. Yeah, it's a button masher in a lot of ways, but it's. it was cleaner to me. It wasn't, you know, you're not jumping around either.
0: You never, I don't know, to me, you never felt overpowered. No. It's still like you felt confident, but you're still like, you're going to have to fight.
1: Yeah. And to me, that, that made me feel like, like it was like a matured version of Mega Man. Like, okay, I need the fire weapon against this guy because there's no other way that I can beat him because he's a water style. That was
0: actually one of the first games that I found out the main character, there was a secret boss you get to to get, like, the most powerful sword um, the guy could wield. And it was, like, the snake demon boss and I fucking hacked at that fucker till I got that sword. Because I think then the sword had unlimited, like, magic. And I was just like, fuck yes! And I was just destroying,
1: like... I I just get tired of the the time events... (laughs) the quick time events with god of war
0: yeah that's uh something that's uh really i want to see uh that was like my only gripe of uh like the arkham knight series there was a lot of and know, resident hits. evil yeah
1: resident evil 6 had a shit ton of that i'm like dude because then it t- then it doesn't turn it, it takes it away from your fighting to let me memorize the timing for this yeah okay he's gonna breathe twice hit this then i hit this then i hit this then i hit this, I hit this. all right done yeah, it's like no. That's Cheap. not a challenge for me. That's that's easy.
0: Yeah. And just, I might as well
1: be playing Guitar Hero at that point.
0: Yeah. So I'm looking. I'm really praying to God, they either release an update collection of them to test the waters, because I'll give them the money for that.
1: Yeah, if they give me Animusha one and two. On the PlayStation Network, i I'd, I'd pick those up.
0: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they'll be looking at a more traditional Devil May Cry. You think they're going to come back with Dino Crisis? If they do, it's going to be around Jurassic World 2 coming out. Um, I think they're going to try to capitalize on Dino, Craze. Um, If they had been smart, they would have done it around the release of Jurassic World, because everything was dinosaurs at that point. But, um, Dino Crisis, I don't know. I mean, because they did the graphic, like, a more polished, obviously a more graphically upgraded one with the one for Xbox 360, I think. Uh, That was, like, them in space, but, like, the dinosaurs oh, yeah. were more mutated creatures. Like, instead of having skin, like, you saw the muscles and tendons underneath, and it was just, like, it was, you're like, you know, you've you've gone too far off yeah. the
1: map. Once video games lose the heart of what it is, that's when I feel like... The games falter. Yeah. Because it's like yeah, it might it might be a fun game. It might be a great game to play, but it's not the game that I wanted to. See, be. that's like
0: my gripe with Resident Evil. As soon as they had the gun, the weapon merchant, I was like, no.
1: Yeah, because you needed a scavenger. <laughs> that that was the whole point of it.
0: Yeah, finding that new weapon.
1: And there might be a point where you're like, "Fuck! I'm completely out of ammo. It looks like I'm knifing my way through Thank all God. these bad guys." Thank
0: God I never got to that point. I got close when I first bought Resident Evil One, the uh, Dual Shock edition. Because I was playing on the advanced mode, because I was like, well, or something. It was not advanced, it was something else. It was another mode, I I can't remember what it was called. But uh, I got pretty damn low, and then I think I had the pistol in like seven shotgun rounds when you come to the back to the house and the hunters are there. <laughs> I was like, fuck, what the hell is this shit? I'm like, this is not a zombie. They can jump and decapitate me? I'm fucked.
1: So, what's your favorite villain in the Resident Evil franchise?
0: Um. Favorite villain?
1: Not necessarily, like, it doesn't have to be, like, Nemesis or Tyrant, but just, like, in in sheer design alone. Because I think mine will always be the Lickers.
0: I like the Lickers. Um, it's probably, it's a good tie between the zombies, because I always just liked how they did the zombies. They felt like the true zombies from a zombie movie. But, <laughs>
1: The runners or the.
0: No, not the crimson heads.
1: Okay.
0: Um, The just traditional zombies, Um, and probably the tyrant, and I like the. I like seeing the different branches of umbrella. How they made different tyrants, like Mister X. Who you know the, just pale man you know gray faced, you know pursued you would you know slam you with his huge fists. Um, and Nemesis was a close thing. I like Nemesis cause, I mean, maybe because it was a PlayStation game. The idea of a monster or a creature that chased you screen to screen and just leaving the room wasn't going to do anything. You'd tear through a wall. Um, they went a little bit overboard with that, I think, in the Resident Evil 6 with the, or Resident Evil 5 more so with the, not chasing you screen to screen, but the big, huge monsters that pursued you. And you really couldn't take them down. You was could that just...
1: the one with the X, or it had, like, a giant mallet or something? Yeah,
0: I think that was from... Four, and you possibly? To, you had to, like,
1: shoot the the electrical um, battery that was on the floor.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, five and six definitely got my blood pumping in terms of, like, fuck, there's like 20 of them coming at me. Like, what the fuck am I supposed I to do? I played
0: the demo for five. It completely turned me off, and I never played it again. Four, I think I did the same thing. I was like, ugh. I, brought, I only picked up six because they said it has multiple stories where it appeals to each one, like... was Leon's the more traditional zombies and I played through all the stories I think the one I didn't complete was Ada's
1: I think I did all of them Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah I I got all of them because to me it was um, that Chris was definitely more the action one but five the biggest drawback to five which was a lot like one was if you're aiming to shoot you can't move like you're there aiming and And then you gotta run 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 then aim and shoot and shoot, shoot, shoot. And then you can't move and shoot. You have to just be stationary and you're just really? relegated to that one screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six, they wisen up and you're able to run and shoot a little bit better.
0: I mean, I get not running because, I mean, your aim's going to suffer. But you should be able to, like, walk backwards and fire or, yeah, like, you weren't able close to any distance and shoot.
1: That, that I mean, that was the other challenge where I'm like, man, they... It, it felt like part one, because part one, you couldn't do that shit. You're, no. You know, you stop and aim, and that was it.
0: Yeah. I remember when they introduced the, the quick turn. Oh, my God. Down plus square, and you did a 180 degree turn and could run in nemesis. And that was like, I'm like, this is game changing. <laughs> and now look where we are.
1: <coughs> Watch Dogs 2. That's another game. Adding another character that you that you have to be took it away from me because I'm, I'm very much you know the game that it starts with should be the one person that you follow along with throughout an entire series unless the guy dies
0: um if you're like you know okay I don't necessarily Ex- always except for Final Fantasy no even that like even Resident Evil like when they used Leon and Claire in Resident Evil 2 you know I like that they you know eventually brought back Chris but you should not discount the characters that made your property
1: but what was good about Claire was it yeah, at least branched it into the first one because it was the sister. Sister. And sister. And you're just like, okay. So this is, you know, a parallel thing going on at the same time, essentially. Yeah. So that that was cool to me. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with that. And, and you, you knew that Chris would be back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess some stories you need to have it branch into other people like Grand Theft Auto... You know, if it was the same guy all the time, he'd be getting aged, and then you know.
0: But the one series that did that well is Metal Gear Solid.
1: Yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna say that. I mean,
0: they. You know, I think Kojima learned. The. The rug he pulls out underneath you for Metal Gear Two, where he plays Raiden. A lot of fans didn't like it. They respect expecting to play a snake. Now Raiden didn't bother me. Uh, maybe because for some reason I never, after playing uh, Silent Metal Metal Gear One. Um, I wasn't overly attached to Snake. I liked the character, but I just wasn't invested in it. Now, I was happy to see where he went, and I was happy to see him come back, and I was almost like, when they made like Raiden Cyborg, I was like, mm, I think they went a little overkill with this.
1: It's cool in concept.
0: But... Yeah, and I, that's one thing. I never played Metal Gear, uh, I think it was Rising, the one where it was him, and it was more hack and slash-like like they literally showed like you could take like a watermelon on one of the tables and like cut it just repeatedly just in smaller and smaller increments and i was like well that's attention to detail and you've done great with the game engine
1: they did that they were starting to do that really well with um silent hill there was a time in silent hill where you could interact with a lot of different things knock over chairs as you're running by and stuff and it's little things like that that make more sense because i was always like you know you're running around as chris or whomever And there's obviously an object that you're supposed to be able to knock over as you're running by and it's just, oh, no, you're stuck there. Let me walk all the way around a vase that's on the floor. Like, dude, just fucking shoot it and move on or something. Or kick it. Yeah.
0: Punt that fucking thing. So, yeah, those, um, I'm afraid to say I'm pretty sure you will never get a Silent Hill you like again because I just think unless Konami puts together a team of great developers, it almost feels like Konami doesn't even want to be in video games anymore. They want to be like a mobile game platform because it's quick, easy money.
1: That's a shame, too, man. Because for, <clears throat> for a while, they were making so much money between the Metal Gear games and the Cas- Silent Hill game.
0: Castlevania.
1: Castlevania. Like, you guys, you had all the tools at your disposal, and you're just going to squander it because... And, I mean, they were putting out products, but they were they were subpar. You're just like, come on, man, like, just put your sh- pick your shit up and put it together well take a little bit more time it doesn't have to be last guardian amount of time yeah but it could just be like you know yeah you can wait two years and develop a good game
0: because i remember uh the silent hill remastered collection i don't know if it's one and two or is it two and another one two and three The one that came out for uh, playstation 3 and it's widely regarded as one of the worst hd remasters ever because, yeah, like, they actually used the wrong file of the game to start imprinting on the discs, and they never went back and corrected it.
1: Silent Hill, um, Final Fantasy, <clears throat> those are the types of games where if you don't get the right shit at the right time, you're fucked. Because I was playing Final Fantasy X, and I got all the way to the point where you're, you're, like, in the airship fighting, you know, a monster, and my guys were all just too low of a level.
0: So it's not that you missed a piece of equipment, you just didn't grind enough.
1: Yeah. And, and no, my, see, my problem it, I, was, I saved it right before that. So, it was literally, as soon as I pressed load, I'm in that scene. And see, I'm like,
0: I always had multiple, fuck. I always created like at least minimum three save files. Yeah.
1: And that, that was my problem. Because Nelson and I had to share memory cards. Yeah. So it's, it's like either I can play off of his, and maybe, you know, there's a chance I'm like, fuck, something... Up of his or he might have been you know really in a mode and so I'm like alright I can't open up his safe I can only use mine well I'm fucked now
0: yeah see what made me learn the hard way was in actually Final Fantasy 7 uh, when I missed the uh, Bahamut Zero summon materia and I was like when do I get this guy and then they're like uh, a buddy of mine's like oh no you can't you've already missed it and I was like fuck
1: do you think they'll ever make a another resistance
0: Uh, the company I think eventually I think Sony will be like hey uh, you know reboots are doing pretty well or reimaginings are doing pretty well why don't you uh, like maybe take it from the Russian standpoint when the virus first starts spreading Um, I hope they do I'm, I'm not holding out hope if the day that gets announced I'll be completely blown away um I really hope with the everything old is new again trend that's really starting uh, that these companies are like, we could really use a product that we know will sell. Because right. I think they saw firsthand um, with gorilla Games when they did the new uh, Killzone for PS4's launch. They had something that could have been really great, but it was rushed to be that launch game. and uh, I mean, like I love the Killzone series, and I played that and I was like, You have all the power of the PlayStation 4, and it's back to being grays. It's very dark. I I
1: never played Killzone like that. Nelson was really big on Killzone, but I never got into it like that. Because to me, it was like, there's only so. That was the beginning of when I'm like, alright, you know, I can only first person shoot monsters over and over again before it gets old.
0: No, I always managed that phone fun with them. And that was actually Killzone, or Resistance 2 was the first online multiplayer game I ever played. And that was, they were able to do like 64 men online matches. So it was like 32 people per team. And I remember, you know, you used to be able to see where people were by clicking on their profile. There was this one guy, uh, I still remember his name, it was Le, P- Le Petit Mort. Which now, looking back, I realize is French slang for an orgasm. But uh, this guy had this fucking big, stupid, you know, you could make elaborate character models and put custom hats on him and everything, and he had this big, stupid hat, and whenever I saw him on screen, I'm like, this motherfucker. Like, I would literally spend the entire match hunting him and shooting him, and then eventually he started doing the same thing to me. So I'm like, oh, I made an enemy with a French person. Good fuck. But uh. No
1: offense to the French that like this show. Eh. Sorry, I had to switch chairs cause like doing this the whole time.
0: Okay. And it gets annoying. Adams, uh, motioning, turning, his craning his head. See, I just like having a corner. That's what this the, this little arm over here is kind of serving the purpose of right now. So. so oh.
1: All that aside, it's Christmas season. Nerd wise. Cause, Fuck what everyone says. I feel like everyone should buy themselves a present for Christmas as, with as much of a priority as they do other people. What's one thing if you could buy for yourself right now would be at the top of your list, nerd-wise, uh, of getting for yourself?
0: Okay. I'm going to really sum- cement myself in nerd here. Um, it's a two-way tie because there's something that i repeatedly stock on ebay but to the price i always walk away from um i was a big model builder back in my you know my younger years and uh it was always star trek miles i love building spaceships uh if i could find a decent firefly model i would probably buy that and build it i mean i love being able to hang them up and make them look like they're a dogfight. but there is a the company is called polar lights they made a one 350 scale Enterprise A from the original Star Trek movies. And so you have to understand, one 350 scale, the saucer section is about 18 to 20 inches wide. Jesus. I mean, it is a like bit like when fully built, the model from front to back is around three feet. Jesus. Like, it is big and you can do a lot of detail. Um, I have a lot of models still in box that I have not touched. Basically every hero ship from Star Trek you could think of. Uh, the Defiant, the Enterprise A, B, C, um, the NX from the Enterprise series. Also a 1 three hundred and fifty scale, and I'm not exaggerating, the saucer's this wide. Um, so but they don't make it anymore, and if you're gonna buy one you're looking to spend about a buck sixty. So, I always look at that and I'm like, mm. now that I have a house, um, I probably will eventually pull the trigger on because I'm going to learn airbrushing. Um, I have two of them. I don't know how well versed you are with Star Trek, with the mirror universe, where instead of Starfleet, it's the Terran Empire. They are more like the Klingons. They conquer. Um, all the ships have usually yellow crest detailing on it, the, the sign of the Imperial Starfleet, is the earth with the sword running through it. Um, I have two of the Polo Lights, 350 scale NX-01 Enterprises. I was going to do the traditional, and then I was going to get the decals to do the mirror universe version. Um, I know.
1: with the airbrushing, would you want it to look as close to that, or do you think you'll get, like, because you set it up to look like it's dogfighting, would you put, like, airbrushing, like, um burn holes in there or something like that like from Uh, battle fire
0: I wouldn't do burn holes but what I learned long ago you know those drop pops the little fireworks that you can buy that you throw at the ground and they pop Mm -hmm. Uh, you just take those hold it against the plastic after you paint it smack it with your finger so it pops it and it creates a perfectly circular scorch mark so it can look like a torpedo impacted or late you know phaser fire so you're going to do some of that I don't really know. I really probably will try to keep them more fresh and clean looking, especially if I'm going to do lighting on it.
1: So it'll look like they both came out of warp just yeah, just seeing each other?
0: Yeah, I mean, if I get really good, I would like to experiment with lighting them. If I can get, like, a couple of fiber optic cables and braid them and have them coming out of the phaser cannon and make it look like they're firing, cool. If not, I'm not going to lose sleep about it. I'd be more concerned with making the nacelles light up. The, you know, red up front, the blue down the grilling on the sides. Um, The other thing, if I was going to drop stupid money, would be I would get my own, um, not an uh, actual cannon one, but I would build my own lightsaber. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I'd like to buy a smaller version of whatever I build myself to give to my son.
1: That'd be pretty cool. So just use like a... um... (laughs)
0: Because... Like go off
1: of, like, a pipe or something like that? Like, build off of that? What do you mean a pipe? <clears throat> no, you could just grab, like, you know, like a plumber's pipe and just build up no, and around No, that. I'm talking
0: about the companies that make <coughs> custom lightsabers online. Oh, okay. Like, if we can pause if you want, um, we'll pull it up. Uh, Saber Forge is one. Yeah, oh, you are showing me Walter some before, yeah. There's another company called Vader's Vault. They do them. And they'll do, like, leather wrapping on the handle... They can weather the mach- uh, the metal so it looks worn. Um, I'd probably do something like that. Um, that's probably my big two. Because I have spent, like, this past year when I found out I was get- having a son, I instantly pulled the trigger on the ghost real Ghostbusters Complete Edition. And that sent me back like a buck thirty. Because I was like, I want my son to watch these cartoons.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, that's... That's why I want to pick up Batman, the animated series, um, the Superman series, Batman Beyond, the X-Men 90s series. Yeah. Uh, the kids are really, really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 90s cartoon. They especially love the theme song. But to me personally, um, the, the Last Guardian, which comes out tomorrow, is going to be my little Christmas present to myself nothing that over the top expensive but it's just something that i need i feel like i need to have
0: see like uh, my wife's asking me what i want so i'll probably be asking for final fantasy 15 she was really nice and got me the ps4 pro for our anniversary um maybe next year i might uh spend the money and buy a 4k TV because they're starting to slide in price um eventually over the coming years i would like to start amassing you know, for our spare bedroom, all the old systems, Super NES, a Genesis. I might even look to pick up a Dreamcast.
1: Get the 64 back.
0: I have a 64.
1: I know. We'll get up. Let's get GoldenEye going.
0: Ugh, the game that ends friendships.
1: I'm down for it.
0: Oh God, that we will not sleep.
1: They're you know we'll gonna have to take off work.
0: You know we'll have to take off work the next day. <laughs> like, I'm not a,
1: a James Bond
0: fan whatsoever, but that fucking game...
1: I love that game.
0: I love just even fucking, even just paintball mode in that game.
1: Yeah. We used to just do, uh, just golden gun matches. We used to just do golden gun matches or, uh, just headshots. Or just, or just grenades.
0: No, we put on the cheat code that from that sub-menu for, uh, with that head paintball mode, the one shot, one kill. That, yeah. So we could, so you could select whatever weapon you wanted. It was funny is I was watching a video uh, game. There's a gun in there called the Clob. It has silver barrel. It was mm. an automatic weapon. Um, I remember playing with it. It was one of my favorite guns. I was happy to get rid of it. But it's, I guess, widely renowned as one of the worst guns in first-person shooters because it's it's almost like a true automatic weapon. It's spray and pray.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so inaccurate. And I was like, hmm, I don't think I ever realized that back then.
1: No, I mean... You didn't really care about that kind of stuff back then. You were too busy hanging out with your friends hoping...
0: That's that's the other thing I really hope we see the return of. You know, I saw a meme online. And it was a picture of a PlayStation 4 controller who said, Attention game developers, give me a reason to buy more than one of these. Because I, I do enjoy just sitting... Even as much as like like when we play Zombies, the split screen. I'm like, man, this the split screen really kind of bugs me a little bit. But... Nothing beats, you know, playing against your buddy. Because even though he could see where you are by looking at your screen, I don't know about you, but I didn't do that much. I was always focusing on my own shit. I tried to. I think the only time I ever did was when I was throwing down proximity mines or timed mines. Yeah. The remote controlled detonation mines because I wanted to be like, "When is that fucker near? When is that fucker near? Yep. Because then you had to switch to your gun, make them forget about it, and hopefully get them to follow you and then quickly change and blow them up or possibly take yourself with even when you took yourself, you're like, ha, 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 "I fucking got you."
1: God, now I really want to play GoldenEye.
0: I even enjoyed the episode one racer. I mean, it was kind of like a Mario Kart thing. I never took it seriously, but it was still fun. I mean, that's how I feel about Pilot Wings. I never played it. I mean, but I know what it is. Just, I remember it. It's one of those games. Where it's like yeah, you have
1: little mini goals of okay, I gotta land here, shoot a torpedo, you know, at this or that, but. There are plenty of times where you just go off course and you're like, hey, there's a whale there. Let me shoot at the fucking whale.
0: I think that's why I liked, like, um, we've touched on it before. I know the only racer you like, Tokyo Extreme Racer, but even Need for Speed Underground, it was, like, the small, concise races. Yeah, I liked it. It's not like the Gran Turismo or even, um, like, the other Need for Speed's, like, Hot Pursuit where you had to, the cops Like I don't give a shit. Actually, the one where you were the cops... Yeah, that one wasn't bad.
1: That was pretty fun. But that was just because you're on the other end of it. Like, you know, yeah. fuck these racers, let me go get them.
0: I mean, not being a car guy, I mean, I, well, being a car guy, I enjoyed the customization in Underground that it affords you. I even, if, you know, there was customization in ext- Tokyo Extreme Racer Zero. But uh, I don't need... I mean, I enjoy Gran Turismo. But I don't need that, you know, tune your, your, your suspension. To, at a certain point I'm like just let me throw parts on have it be ideal and just let me go Right, let me get faster and faster you know let me upgrade the suspension so it hugs the ground let me upgrade Damn. my brakes so I can brake quicker but then not lose traction and keep moving
1: yeah, yeah. just the because
0: uh... that's like my kind of gripe with fallout you can customize every weapon you can have large capacity magazines short capacity magazines Quick eject, uh, quick eject to medium, quick eject large. But then, like, you have the armor, you can modify your armor like eighteen different ways. And the thing I hate most is even after it's equipped, if you go into your menu and you're transferring stuff to your base, so it's not in your inventory, because everything you carries is weight, mm-hmm. and after a certain point, you can't run. Just bring
1: back armored core.
0: That I was actually going to touch on that because I saw they announced that they're releasing Mech Warrior Five. Okay. So I hope with that, you know, whatever company owns Armored Core can be like, oh, yeah, we have a property like that, right? I mean, with all the Transformer games that have been coming out
1: in movies, why not? That was the perfect time to do it when they had uh, Pacific Rim come out. Because even though you're not fighting monsters, it's just, hey, here's guys in giant metal suits.
0: Yeah, but. There's I'm... a market for that. I'm kind of glad they didn't, because now that we're going into the second... I believe this is the basically what would consider be considered second-generation games for Xbox One, PS4. Um, the development kits are a bit cleaner, at least more streamlined, and probably the tools are out there for these developers to spend, to spend less time to still get really good end results. I mean, they have to polish and have to put effort into it, but I hope that'll make them be like, well... Instead of a team of, like, 32, we could probably cut it down to 17 with the tools we have and still get to present a really good product. I mean, that's why I like the Gundam, uh, Gundam series. I always, I know they have the Destiny, I think Destiny Wars or something. I don't know, it's as big, they make a Gundam version of it, and I'm I've always like, mm, I should jump on that, and then I never do, because it's really, I'd be buying it just because it's a Gundam. It's not what I'm really looking for. And I think... Dynasty Warriors, that's what it is. Okay. Um, but, well, I just kind of tanked there.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Destiny, are you going to get the, the next one?
0: Yes, not at launch. Yeah, I mean... Um, no. It would have to, they would have to release some mind-blowing shit and guarantee me minimum 25 or 30 hours in the story alone. That's what really burned me Has. Are you going to get No Man's Sky? Um, I'm going to, the really, I know in the previous podcast I talked about how much I hate Metacritic because everyone can shit on a game for small things, but the debacle I've heard of No Man's Sky leads me to believe that, mm, those reviews might be warranted. Um, they're keep releasing, they've started releasing patches to put back in some of the things that I guess were allegedly promised but not there. Um, eventually I think when I can get it down to like maybe digital for 12 17 bucks I might pull the trigger on it because um, I remember
1: the big selling point No Man's Sky was like you could you know be playing the game forever and never run into somebody else
0: and then on launch day people tit
1: but I, I guarantee you those are people like yeah I'm gonna fuck that up right now
0: yeah there are people that just try to make their business to like break games um, like I said, I think I will at some point. Um, I've really fallen off and followed. I haven't even known what features were promised that it didn't de- deliver on. Um, it's kind of fallen on my wayside. I'm really holding a torch, hoping Dying Light 2 will be seeing the light of the day soon. Because, God, I loved that story.
1: Yeah, and you and I had a lot of fun with that.
0: Oh, my God. That was easily some of the mo- most fun multiplayer that I've had. It was <laughs> just fun just going to crowds, throwing firecrackers off to attract them and just watch this. And then you,
1: you and I at some points are like screaming at each other. That's what makes for good gaming.
0: Yeah, it, that, that I'd be interested in seeing VR. Yes. Because that, if they can make it that polished, in a sequel, I will probably do overtimes just to buy fucking VR in that game, and. Hopefully, I mean the first time a nightmare jumps at me in VR, I will probably piss myself. <laughs>
1: going to pull out your actual gun?
0: Oh, no, I will lock it in the safe before, otherwise I will do something stupid. I mean, that's what's keeping me, because they said the new Resident Evil is going to be just borderline. They've said they've, they basically really learned from what everyone wanted in P.T., or the new Silent Hills, before it was canceled. And it's very Silent Hills-esque, in my opinion. The whole starting in a farmhouse with a, almost like, without really knowing, I'm going to say they're kind of the quasi-cannibalistic redneck family. But I was watching a, eight minutes of playthrough, and the one member of the family, I think it's the father, the guy's, like, shooting him in the fucking head, and it just staggers him. Now, the one thing I will give it credit, it disfigures his face. But I'm like, oh, this really doesn't feel like Resident Evil to me. It feels like a horror series that borrows from Resident Evil. So I'm afraid at the end product, I, bl- I believe it will sell well, because people want that scares, they want the jump scares. But I don't think it will be the Resident Evil I'm personally looking for. I will not buy that one at launch. It's going to be like
1: Silent Hill The Room. Like, it was a game that really wasn't supposed to be Silent Hill at first. It was a a horror game. It does have its scary aspects. And you get Silent Hill themes from it, but it's just... Like, I remember playing that like, okay, I get what they're getting at, but... It's
0: not what I was looking for. Yeah. Or what you were looking for, I guess. Because I remember I played Silent Hill two, and I was like, fuck, this is creepy. I don't even think I ever finished it. I can't, and I think I've stupidly traded it in on something.
1: Silent Hill, Silent Hill Two was It goes it's up there with Resident <laughs> Evil Resident Evil Two. Just That was a perfect time in gaming.
0: Yeah. And I'm really hoping with them starting to you know, at least from a Playstation experience that just passed. Uh, with them seeing that old properties, just because they're old, the fans haven't gone anywhere.
1: Gaming, to me, is not like movies, where it's like, like with movies, you know, if if they come out with another sequel to to a, a movie that you know has run its course, it's like, oh, who the fuck cares? But gaming's very much like, look, keep that story going, because it's interactive, so it changes, you know, the dynamic of how you feel with it so game companies are finally starting to realize like okay yes we're not shelling out quote-unquote new material but we're shelling out good material that's supplemental to the games that you had before as long as it's not something that could be or could have just been an add-on to the previous game make it its own game for yeah. sure don't make it a yeah, it's the exact same game. We just happen to, you know, slap a new cover on and call it something else. Yeah. Don't do that either.
0: See, that's what I really felt like when they, uh, when Destiny came out and like some, of it, I don't know how people do it, where they were hacking the map and seeing the other missions like the House of Wolves. All that was on the disc. Yeah. You put it behind paywalls. Let's be honest. Yep. So that yep, I really hate that, shit. that really rubbed me the wrong way. The the pay to play shit. And then, like, the fact that, like, when I bought the Taken King edition for you, yeah. you got basically the base game and, like, three expansions for the price that I paid for just the base game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I don't. Because it's, it's
1: shitting on the people that devoted themselves from the start.
0: Yeah. And that's where I'm like, this is not what downloadable content should be. Yep. So. Downloadable now...
1: content to me should only be with a different costume. Maybe here's another couple weapons or so, um, a vehicle depending on the I game. I
0: think Dying Light did it right. Yeah, like with the like the one the I think it was the following, the final one, where the map for that I'm told because again with the broken system, it I've had to take the dri- games out manually where I have to t- completely remove the the hard drive, to get the disc out. So I will probably. That'll be probably be one of the first purchases I make after I get my Pro up and running where I can just start swapping discs again. Because I can't wait to see what that is. Yeah. But even they did it right. Like, the last time, remember, we booted up Dying Light, there was a bunch of new weapons. The crossbow was there. Yep. Um, even, But even Techland had a great sense of humor with the Mario level, where you get the glider and they call it the Tanuki suit. Yep. But the level itself had Goombas, or creatures that looked like Goombas.
1: That was It's smart, because it's... Again, it's tugging on your heartstrings, but making it, you know, its and, own.
0: And to get there, you had to press down on a pipe to, like, a la Mario. And Jeez. I'm, like, Techland, they did it right. But, like, Destiny, they really burned me. And honestly, I'm really trying to hold myself to I will, like, not buy it till at least three expansions have come out so I can get, like, more bang for my buck, because I'll be happily playing you know, shit on my Vita. I have Parasite Eve 1 and 2 that I haven't touched. I'm gonna play them. You know, Same. I'm looking forward to this year. I, mean, I don't know if we... We've never made a rule that we don't talk about work or anything, but after the 22nd of December, I don't go back to work till the 23rd, or the 3rd of January, tentatively speaking. Now, I can take some more time off, but I'm giving myself a true winter break. And I will just spend the day sitting on my ass playing some just... either on my Vita... On the PlayStation, I will just be playing some good games and just having some nice, relaxing days. Playing with my son. just And sti- yourself. Well, obviously.
1: Let me also just say, fuck you to game companies that shell out, okay, you can get this game, but it makes more sense for you to get the season pass right from the start because it's like, dude, just give me the full game.
0: Yeah. I don't mind the idea of season passes, um, Fallout kind of, in my opinion, Fallout kind of did it right, like when they first let out, came out with the season pass, I think it was like 25 bucks. For me, that's justifiable. Now, if I'm going to spend like 50, like Call of Duty, I'm looking at fucking your ass, um, no, because everything you've told me, their zombie mode, not the zombie mode we were
1: Absolutely not.
0: Um, Sit your asses back down. Do what people wanted. Make me a standalone zombies game.
1: I don't even need a huge plot for this. Reward the fans. That's all it is. I'm not saying you owe us, but you kind of fucking owe us. Yeah. We're the reason why you're making money.
0: Yeah, and I admit, I was one of those people that when Destiny came out, I was like, oh, Bungie. They created this big monstrosity called Halo, which I'll admit I wasn't a fan of, but they supported it, and they developed it, and I was like, I can give you respect for the property. So I was really hoping Destiny was finally going to be like the multi-platform Halo that Sony never got, or PlayStation never got. And man, they ran up in me.
1: That's how I felt about Black Ops 2. It was like, fine, yes, I want I want the Nuketown map. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Might as well get the season pass because yeah they're gonna come out with new maps and stuff, but they came out with new maps not just for multiplayer but for the zombie at the same time and I was like great it's it's almost like getting whole games in there, and that was fine but it's just like dude, what like I could have bought three other games by now instead of just being stuck with this one,
0: and I know competition's good for the consumers. But you really can't say that Xbox is holding a candle to Sony right now. I mean, when you have a company like Capcom that's willing to make Street Fighter Five system exclusive, not even timed with like exclusivity, straight exclusive. And it's starting to look like the window of exclusivity for Final Fantasy VII, the remastered HD full upgrade version, will be there, saying minimum two years. Hmm. The fa- and like they said that I think for, in the UK alone for Final Fantasy's sales, 75% has been PlayStation 4. And I think developers are going to take notice.
1: Yeah, they're going to re-up that.
0: Yeah, they're going to be like, well, why should I bust my ass for this? I mean, Xbox is all but dead in Japan. And I know we're seeing much more games based in the U.S., U.K. that are quality games and stellar properties. But why am I going to bend over backwards to make something for system? I think... Is it Capcom that does Tomb Raider?
1: No. Um, it used to be Idols, but they sold out a long time ago. Damn, I can't remember.
0: But I think even they I mean they saw much greater sales when it finally the window exclusivity came dropped and at Square Enix. And the rise of Tomb Raider released on Playstation Four. The sales were staggering. Easily eclipsing what was Xbox. And I think they're going to be like, ooh, we really shot ourselves in the foot. Yep. And Square has always had a great relationship with Sony.
1: Yep. Because they're the ones that did Parasite Eve, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because that's why you can pick up a Gunblade, a nod to Final Fantasy VIII. <coughs> I
1: don't know. I'm very excited for the next few weeks, let alone next month. Um,
0: the month of December, I work 12 days. I don't think I'm going to be playing a
1: lot more than the Last Guardian for a while. Like I'm gonna put away my little mini Nintendo for a little bit because it's like I'm gonna give that shit my full, undivided attention.
0: You're finally gonna do the Benadryl trick with your kids. Time for bed.
1: I might like take off of work a few days just to play.
0: I fully expect to like log onto the PlayStation Network and see, you know, you are playing the Last Guardian. I'd be like, okay, all's right in the world. Yeah, nobody but bothered me. The day I wake up and see you playing like. I don't know, Tomb Raider, I'll be like, I'll be calling you. You alright? Are you on your system? like, oh, I beat it already. Because I understand, like, taking the break from the intense games yeah. to do something like Rocket League. Where you can just putz around, especially against each other. Just so you can hear me lose my fucking mind when you score some ridiculous ass goal. And I'm like, god damn it.
1: I kind of want to play some of that
0: now. Well, I'm not going to bed for a while, so if you want to play after I get home. Well,
1: let's let's close this out, because it's already midnight. You've been recording for an hour and fifteen minutes. That's respectable.
0: Yeah. Oh, shout out to uh, a friend of mine, Rob, Rob Spila, for uh, listening to the episode today.
1: Thanks, Rob. Yeah, thank you for liking the fact that I posted that as well. The the link, you know, some some guys are just like, yeah, all right, whatever, but if he's actually, you know. I think do you listen, have the automatic app. I do not.
0: Okay, because I just tried to scroll through the uh, UTJH page, and I just could not find that episode. Apologies.
1: It is it is up there.
0: Oh, I believe you, because you linked it. Yeah. So that's why I was going to try to download the Podomatic app finally, and so I could more easily do that. And I think I'm going to sit down and actually make a hooking up page.
1: There you go. That would be pretty cool. Just make so. me a moderator on that.
0: I will. <laughs> All right, well... uh and anyone, again, who wants to be on it, like, I you know, somebody from the Disease Network, if they'd like to, you know, come over here, we'll meet halfway and uh, do one through the month of December, I'll happily do it.
1: 10-4. Okay, well, uh, signing off from the FTC, make sure you guys listen to all the other great shows on the get. A, the, you're Gonna Get a Disease Network. With You're Gonna Get a Disease, on That Just Happened, Something Gay, veg Dialogues, Das Drunks. And, of course, Hooking Up with David Merkel. <laughs>
0: And my usual wingman, Adam Flores.
1: Yeah. I'll do my best to be there.
0: Alright. Well, thanks for smoking with us, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a good session if you were indeed hooking up along. So, take care and uh, have a happy holidays and Merry Christmas.
1: Bye.